0: What do Sonny Blaylock, Tamar Weitzert, and Beyonce have in common? They made lemonade out of lemons. Find out how they did it on this episode of Let's Talk About This Offline. Hey, you made it. Welcome to Let's Talk About This Offline. I'm your host, Jewel Turner. In the early 2000s, my family joined the Foreign Service, and since then, we've had the opportunity to work and live and play all over the world. This podcast is about our adventures at home and abroad. So join me, my family, and some pretty cool friends as we unpack the highs and the lows of being global nomads. Hi everybody, thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk About This Offline. I'm really excited today because I'm joined by two awesome ladies who I find to be extremely resilient, really good role models, and they have tons of advice. Tamar and Sunny. Hi ladies. Hello, Jewel. How are you today?
1: Doing well, great.
0: Good, good. As well (laughs) as can be in these (laughs) times. Well said, well said, and we're going to talk about that, um, about these times and how to figure out these times, especially as a family member in the Foreign Service, you know, is that different? Is that the same? What are the unique challenges for us and all the good things that happen in EFM life? But before we get to that, ladies, what is your time zone? Let's do a time zone check. Uh, Sunday. Can you tell us where you are and what time is it? Um, I am in Provo, Utah,
1: and it's 9.12 a.m.
0: Okay. And Tamar, what time is it where you are? I am in Sofia, Bulgaria, and it is 6.12 p.m. All right. And as you all know, I am still in Falls Church, Virginia, <laughs> and it is 11.12 a.m., we are waiting to pcs to our next post so i'll be saying that for a while i think um but i have a quick i have a question i would like to ask for all family members how do you describe friends family other folks how do you describe foreign service life in terms of you know people come in with a set of expectations um I've heard a really good quote that it's a great life, but hard living. And that's kind of my take on it, but I'd love to hear your take on it. Um, Tamar, can you kind of, how, how do you explain it to other people?
2: Sure. So I grew up in this life. So my family knows it quite well. My father was foreign service. So Mm -hmm. I grew up as a, child EFM. (laughs) Now I'm a spouse EFM. So uh, they don't need to uh, understand it. They've got it. (laughs) Maybe a little too well. Um, So, but the others, I think you just kind of have to gauge their interest level and what they're asking you. You know, I hate how exotic it sometimes sounds because we all know it's not that exotic, (laughs) but I understand it can sound that way when you're, you know, jetting off to different countries for spring break and, and you know every couple years moving here and there. So um mm-hmm. I mean I just kinda say we work for the government. We, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we serve in, in DC, sometimes we're serving overseas. Um yeah, I hesitate to make it sound more exotic than what the reality <laughs> of it is. <laughs> it's a great life. I love it, but it's definitely not for Everybody, and it's definitely not gilded <laughs> and, and sparkly all the time.
0: Wow, Sunny, what about you? How do you describe it?
1: Um, I think I feel like foreign service life is living in in a small town in an enormous city. Um, mm. You know, we we go to usually you know capital cities or very large cities in far places around the world. And then we get there and it becomes like a really small town sitcom where everyone knows everyone. (laughs) Sometimes we're living on top of each other. And, you know, like when you're in the United States, everyone has their family. When you're overseas, no one has family. So everyone becomes family for better and worse, like in the same way. Um, So that's how I describe it. And in the end, that is so funny. Maybe somewhere far, far away on the other side of the world, but like same problems uh everywhere. Like say you know, you have a problem in the US, guess what? You're gonna have like
0: same problems, different location everywhere. That's st- I love that you say that, that you're both saying that. Um, because you're right. It is a small town. Uh it is like family, it is like Thanksgiving where everyone's like playing their roles and uh yeah you're right whatever you have in your suitcase in Virginia it's coming to you with you wherever you when you unpack it it's it's gonna pop out <laughs> so also kind of in this because I love the way
2: that Sonny said that um how you know your friends become your family because you don't have family over there and it is this like weird speeded up timeline mm. you know after being at post with someone for a year it's kind of the equivalent to living, you know, in the States with somebody for 10 years. I mean, just the level of how well you know each other, your families are vacationing together. You're, mm-hmm. it is, it really, for better or worse, like Sunny said, it's, it's like family. Yeah. The people
0: you serve with overseas. And sometimes you meet someone uh, that's like your number one. Like you're like, Oh my God, we have, tra- I've traveled over the world to find you. Oh my goodness. We're great friends. We're forever friends. And then sometimes it's like, well, that was, that was summer. Didn't really meet anybody. (laughs) Hopefully fall. We'll bring some, some new buddies and things like that. And so, you know, Tamara, were you itching to get back into the lifestyle when, because you grew up this way?
2: Yeah. You know, I think it's a blessing and curse. And I, some, a lot of people, since we've got three kids, um, a lot of people with younger kids, um, minor high school, college age now and a lot of people with younger kids ask me like are we screwing up our kids by doing this like your parents did this to you and you're still in this lifestyle so it must not be all bad right and I think it's a blessing and a curse like I would say yes I I was itching my husband also um grew up in the state department but did grow up as an American abroad mm-hmm. and um to us it is just our life and um the blessing and curse part of it is I think this moving every two or three years gives me a cheap eat if I'm somewhere for more than two or three years i'm as much as I might love it. I just feel this need to to move on so I think it's good in that it creates a very adaptable person um and I see that in my kids, but I think it's also um you know it can be hard to form kind of lasting attachments. Mm-hmm if you know you're going to be moving on or if you know everyone who's there is going to be moving on. So, um, yeah, it's a double sided coin, I think. But I was definitely both my husband and I were itching to move overseas. And now my kids are all I mean, my daughter's in college to become a teacher to work in international schools because, like, I'll go to the U.S. for college and then I'm out of there. I'm going back overseas. I didn't know
0: that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, congratulations to her. That's great. That's a, it's a you. big deal to make that decision. Um, as a young person. I I remember f- floundering for a solid year before <laughs> I chose a major. Yeah. So that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Good to hear. Yeah. So um let's talk about resilience. Uh, because ladies, I'm just telling you, you do it. You got the bounce back. You have the bounce back. And I've looked, um, our husbands were in a 100 tomorrow together. Yeah. And, yeah. and I met Sunny through NKL. Um, and you guys, I always really looked to you as people who were able to really get that bounce back and understand the true meaning of resilience. So has there been a point or a time that you can that stands out to you that you really thought as a family member I'm stuck and um it's time for me to activate activate your superpowers (laughs) is there anything that really sticks out to you in your foreign service career um Sunny can we start with you oh I mean I (laughs) I'm flattered to
1: think (laughs) I'm resilient (laughs) I feel like all the time there are bumps and hiccups and like right when they feel like I figured it out, something changes. There's a new problem we discover or, um, you know, and so really it's just been like just being able to adapt on the fly all the time. And sometimes it is exhausting. Mm-hmm. It just really, really wears you out and you think you finally got it figured out and then... You know, um, I think
0: yeah. the real
1: time that I was kind of questioned, well, I've had all kinds of questions, actually. <laughs> of like, why are we doing this? <laughs> like, um, but when my husband was gone in Pakistan and I was in Malaysia and like everyone I came, was, like Tamar and all my friends that had arrived had already left. And we were living in like the, we were like the one people in this one apartment building in downtown KL. And I, and I had times where I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Am I here? What are we thinking? But you know what? Then my kids got to go to the same school they'd been in. And we had this like support network. And honestly, Mm -hmm. now that I am in my hometown with my family, I don't think I would have had that. (laughs) I know I wouldn't have had that. Um, (laughs) And so it was the right, right choice, but there've been some pretty low points. you know, and we're still, we're still going on, but, you know, like the kids are finally doing well and then something happens or, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you just have to keep, keep, to keep adapting. And it's not just your children. It is like every person in your family keeps growing and changing adults as well as the kids and, <laughs> and has different needs as time goes on.
0: And so those needs are t- to get those uh, needs met in terms of staying calm, adapting, so that you're not uh, quote unquote freaking out all the time. Are, as as the mom, did you ever feel, or maybe as you know, I like to ask this of my female friends. Did you ever feel like you are the center, like the? Sometimes I feel like I'm the emotional center of the family so if I'm fine everybody's fine but when I when I'm really upset I feel like the wheels fall off the wagon um have you ladies ever what do you think of that do you agree with that is that kind of off or uh, what are your thoughts? I
1: want to turn a quote where someone said you're only as happy as you're the most miserable person in your family in life mm-hmm. and I think I think that does, if, if one, if one member of the family is hating it, it really just, you all feel it. You know, if my husband loves his post, but I hate it, well, we have a problem. (laughs) Um, I love it, but he hates it, which fortunately hasn't happened. Um,
0: We have a problem, you know? So. Yeah. Tamara, I wanted to know, do you guys have, because you've had, many years experience you and your husband do you guys have like a special bidding strategy in terms of you know trying to stack the deck in your favor before you even get there that is good for us to to learn or or not
2: yeah I mean we're in the middle of it right now (laughs) we're bidding (laughs) it's
0: that time
2: it's that wonderful time of Uh, year always always makes me question why we do this
0: (laughs) every year yeah
2: it's always every time
0: because I'm like, is this a trick or a treat? And yeah, it's
2: very apt. Um, but as far as strategies go, I mean, um, for us, it's been the kids have always played a big part of it. Mm-hmm. We've had kids since we started the Foreign Service. So, um, you know, when they were smaller, it was um, where can we... Mm-hmm. that has a big house and we can have a lot of help. And as they got older, it's where are the good schools? And now, um, like I said, my oldest is in college. My middle one will be graduating when we leave here. So we'll only have my youngest with us. So right now it's um, how can we be not so far away from our um, other kids? Because we've always been this little family unit that goes everywhere together and that's always made it okay. And so to have that separation now, that's been the biggest adjustment um, for me. I think the kids are doing fine with it. But (laughs) for me to not have all my little chickens under one roof has been um, difficult. So um, that's kind of the strategy. I mean, as far as the actual strategy, my husband kind of just gives me the list of all the jobs that he's Mm -hmm. happy to do and Mm -hmm. then is like, okay, where, what places do you want for for him? It's, you know, the jobs. And then for me, I'm like researching the schools and the the locations and and all of that. So, but then we know, we all know it then is just a total crapshoot. So (laughs) it just doesn't matter. You can care, but that's something I have learned over the years. I spend much less time actually doing research because believe me, you'll find the perfect post and there's no way you'll
0: so right it's sometimes just
2: having the knowledge that you know we haven't always gotten our top choices but it's always worked out i've had places i've liked more than other places for different reasons and sometimes reasons i wasn't expecting to like i i did and reasons i i didn't realize i wouldn't enjoy um you know so but everywhere has been has had its pluses and its minuses so having that knowledge makes it easier going in.
0: Yeah, and that sounds like the the perfect definition of a growth mindset. Something I've been familiar with since uh, my sons in high school. Um in terms of just keeping open and understanding that things are going to change and it's not necessarily running around with a happy face of that weird optimism. Does that make sense to you guys? Mm-hmm. That weird, like, everything's
1: fine. The Pollyanna. The Pollyanna of... Uh, yes. Yeah. So, sorry to... to. Declare. No, please. On my very first day, at my yeah. very first post, <laughs> um, I, I had my 13-month-old daughter, oh. and we were jet-lagged, and we were at the embassy compound housing, and... Because that was the way it was back in the day. We arrived on a Thursday and my husband went to work on the Friday because that's what you're supposed to do if you're truly dedicated. You don't take a weekend to get over jet lag and take care of your baby and child. No. Oh, no, no, no. 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 You go to work and leave them because you're dedicated. So that's what he did. And um, the day we arrived, there was a typhoon. So our, our sponsor couldn't get groceries she was going to take us to the grocery store and because of the typhoon we were unable to so we had no food except for what i had in my diaper bag and um but good news i was on compound so i leave my apartment and i found the clo and um she was the perkiest happiest (laughs) Pollyanna, and i was like i'm hungry I need food. And she's like, oh, I can't help you. We have some water here. And I was just like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, please don't tell me everything's okay. I'm starved and my kid's been up all night and we have no food and I have no way to get food because I didn't have an ID to leave compound. I couldn't even get a cab or anything. <laughs> and she was trying to tell me it was great and okay. And I was just like, uh-uh. and from then on I swore off the Pollyanna attitude not that things can't be great or that things aren't wonderful but let's not pretend that everything's fantastic when we are starved
0: right and you know that's it's like a it's like black and white thinking it's like if you admit that things are really crappy that doesn't mean your whole tour is going to be bad or that yeah. this is a bad situation it's just like right now at eleven twenty nine a.m I'm about to eat everything in the refrigerator because I'm very upset or I have no food and I'd like to eat everything in the refrigerator. And then uh, I think that's a huge part of resilience. I'm so glad you said that. We both said that is admitting exactly what is going on in front of your face. This is crazy. And not, you know, kind of looking at that almost like you're watching TV and saying, okay, this is what's happening. But I'm gonna take this situation, and I'm going to see how to adopt, adapt, stay calm um, and create a plan. you know and and I hear you both say that you have you have plans, you know tomorrow you you guys bid you guys that you have a plan, even though I mean, you're managing your expectations, but uh it's a plan of some kind,
2: yeah, I think another um plan that has helped me is um and especially now with internet i mean back in the day we didn't really have all these like facebook and ways to connect mm-hmm. but since then it's it, having even just somebody that you can connect with. like sunny and i met each other on some like running yeah. facebook group before we even got to kl so, you know, I, I mean ready. just finding somebody that's gonna be there so you're not stuck in a yeah. Compound with no food and a crying baby, you know, just like yeah. having that plan at one step ahead of whether or not that ends up being your person for your whole tour. Just somebody that you can both be like, "Holy crap! Like, what mm-hmm. is happening here?" Like, we're both new and we're both, you know, that's a great plan. I think to have is just connecting through. um I mean, the clothes are wonderful. We've both been clothes, and you know, they're they're wonderful, but. Um, just having a real like another newbie that's there with you that um yeah. you can share common interests with or go exploring or or whatever. I think that that's yeah. super having that support is super Those important. Those are
1: fantastic, but it's not their responsibility to hold up the happiness and satisfaction mm. of everyone who's there. I mean, and it's not fair to expect that from them. They well said. Have a lot I agree. To do. And Although they can point you to the right direction, your happiness is not their
0: job. Responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) That is up to you. (laughs) Yeah. Their job is morale of the post, but to go around the individual brains and make them. Yeah. Clothes are not walking serotonin. I mean, they, uh, (laughs) they can. They're human beings too. Yeah well said oh my gosh well ladies uh there is a question I love to ask every person on the podcast and now it's your turn are you ready for the question ready (laughs) Uh, my favorite quote is it's not what they call you it's what you answer to and so Tamar what do you answer to
2: I mean, in my daily life, it's mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: like nonstop all the time, even though my children are grown adults. <laughs> I'm getting texts from my daughter in college asking, you know, what phone plan she's on. <laughs> it's, yeah, I love it. It's, it's definitely what I am answering to more often than not.
0: Got you. So you're answering to the calls of parenting a child abroad. Really? I am. Yeah. I am. Oh, that's pretty cool, um, Sunny. Can you tell us what do you answer to?
1: I mean, I just answer to Sunny. I mean, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I I I am a lot of things. I am an employee. I am a mom. I am a spouse. But really, I am just me, and I am constantly changing. Um, and I think sometimes that makes people uncomfortable because they don't know where to put you. Where, mm-hmm. where do you fit in my cast? But I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm just I I'm yes. and uh you know, and I have my Come own on. my own ambitions that are independent of my husband's career who I support and you know, and I'm still figuring it out. Well,
0: it's beautiful. I love it. Love both answers. Um I have to agree. Uh answering to many different voices but at the end of the day you gotta answer to yourself thank you ladies for being on the podcast
2: thank you Jewel. it's great to hear your voices thanks
0: Jewel. thanks for
1: having me it's been so fun doing this
0: i'm so glad well ladies uh is there Any organizations you'd like to promote or a way listeners can connect with you online? If not, that's totally fine. Um,
1: I don't have an organization, but I do have um, a product that, that um, the transition center created that I I helped work on for that are um, that are in the foreign service or really it, it does. I mean, we made it specifically for, foreign service kids, but it works for any expat kids. But there is this guided journal and it's called The Amazing Adventures of Me. Um, And it's a guided journal to an international move. You guys can download that um, from the Transition Center website. And it is fantastic um, for kids that are, are leaving primarily elementary school age. And it um, helps them think through all the steps and be able to process saying goodbye and thinking of what their future is going to be so that they can develop resilience. And it has been my passion project. So I'm pushing that to all. Um, we launched it. During- it's <laughs> awesome. <thing. laughs> so, you know, I didn't have the print version that I wanted, but it's out there. It's what I wished I'd had the last like four moves. Um,
0: so it's out there for everyone else. And it's free. Take it. Oh my gosh! Free, the right price. Free. <laughs> you print it yourself. <laughs> so, my favorite price. Yeah, that's fantastic. And congratulations to that. I will leave details of how you all can get a copy of this amazing publication in the show notes to the store to the show to the store to the show. <laughs> and um, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. To Let's talk about this offline. Making lemons out of lemonade is a catchphrase, but we've all had to do it. I think no one does it better than these two ladies I got to talk to today. Thank you, Sunny. Thank you, Tamar. Uh, Tamar also grew up in the Foreign Service, as you heard. And Next episode, we're going to talk to someone who grew up overseas in a different capacity. It's going to be a great one. Thank you guys for subscribing, liking, downloading all the great rev- reviews thank you so much um this has been such a fun journey this is such a fun activity to do um you can find us on instagram facebook at let's talk about this offline and you can find us on our website let's talk about this offline see you all around the world and remember be the light